This and that with Ola and Jazz. This and that. <laughs> This and that with Ola and Jazz. Yes. Uh, how you doing? Good man. Um, yeah. A lot of interesting updates to share in terms of like people who are interested in helping out and show and actually appearing on the show. I like it. Apparently, like, like it. people want to show up and talk about things. Who would have thought? All right. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, good. I have. How about uh, yourself? Good. I got a couple of new um, things that I've been working on. Nice. Um, not not as much as last time, but a mm. little bit to show you. Totally. Should we start with that, and then I'll just chime in with like my little add-ons here and there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Let's let's start with that. So uh, this time I have. Well, you can't see what I'm doing because I need to share my screen. Let's try that. And share. One of these days, I'll figure out how to do this smoothly. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so last time uh, I'd worked a bit on the bit of automation, like that deployment pipeline build slash deployment pipeline, mm -hmm. starting to figure out like how to deal with templates and whatnot. Um, this time around, I thought I um, uh, I wanted to work a bit on the security. Like, how do we manage users? Because mm. that's always a pain to, like, how do you manage usernames and passwords? And, uh, I mean, it can be done relatively easy, uh, but just, you know, you create a database and you have a username and a password. Problem is that, uh, you know, you have to make sure that it's secure and things are hashed and encrypted. Right. Uh, and then you have to deal with like password resets and people want to, uh, you know, they don't want to remember 14,000 passwords. So they rather want to just log in with their, you know, Google account or, or right. Twitter or whatever. Right. So all of a sudden becomes a bit more complex. So um, I always try to find, you know, what we've been talking about since, since day one, sort of some turnkey out of the box solution. Um, and uh, what I've been tooling around a little bit with is um, since I started to put things in, in Microsoft Azure, in, in Microsoft's cloud platform, I wanted to stick with their um, a way in Azure to deal with authentication. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a little bit of background, uh, if you work with Azure, Um, and you want to deal with authenticating users, then uh, Azure provides, it's called Azure Active Directory, uh, but it's very much geared towards you have a company and you have people that sit at their desktops and you want to allow them to log in. Right. And it's you know connecting to corporate resources. It doesn't really work that well uh, if you want to have users that sign up with various email addresses and passwords and whatnot. However, what they also have is the Azure Active Directory business to customer. Mm. So what I did here is uh, I uh, configured this. I wanted to show you here what, I, what I've got going on. And uh, so the nice thing about this is this will allow me to 
take advantage of Azure to deal with managing the users and the passwords and keeping everything secure. And um, it also provides me with, I can essentially configure if I want to just use uh, a username and password that the user sets up, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when they sign up for the service or uh, I can say that uh, they also have an option to use their, you know, Google account or Yahoo or Facebook, some, you know, social um, platform authentication provider. Right. I can I can pick and choose how to do that. So, and also it comes with ways of dealing with password resets. You know, if they forget their password, etc. Um, so, uh, I wanted to to try that out. That's nice. So. In other words, this would be the underlying technology for the membership part for anyone who signs Ex up for Social Nexus to start exactly. their thing. Exactly. Um, this is what's going to make it possible. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, what I did here uh, is I, uh, uh, I went in and what you... So, the idea, again, is that it's going to deal with usernames and passwords. And the other thing, too, that uh, I found kind of interesting is um, it allows me to create these. They call them user flows. Mm -hmm. So the user flow is a flow could be like a login flow. Like, how do we log in? Like, what do we ask users for when they log in? Uh, well, it's going to be a username and a password. Well, what do we ask the user for if they sign up? Well, we want to get a first name, last name, uh, you know, address, whatever information we want, you can create those flows mm. and you basically just say, this, this is the information that I'm interested in. And then this provides the screens for me. So let me show you an example here. So what I, what I've done is uh, I have registered an application. Uh, I am saying that I would like to, um, when a user log in or after they have successfully uh, signed up, uh, then I want them to be taken to our application. Uh, so this is what I showed you what we looked at the other week, right? This right. is ultimately where they should come, right? They should end up um, here. And right? yeah, exactly. They, they should end up on, you know, their page and whatnot. So I, I registered that application. I said, hey, this is where we're going to end up. Uh, and then I go in and I create this user flow. And uh, I created a user flow here that is the, I call it the onboarding flow. Uh, uh -huh. it perhaps it's the, the, the login slash onboarding flow. Mm. And uh, here you pick and choose um, what information that you're interested in so you can you can pick and choose uh you know which um, um attributes uh that you want to collect uh so i just went ahead and they have some predefined ones so you just check off and you say that when you sign up these are the things that i'm interested in you know email address first name last name just to kind of grab mm, something mm -hmm. um and um then you can also configure uh, identity providers. So this is where, so you always have the ability to create an account that is managed by Azure. But then you can also go in and say, in addition, I also want to allow for users to sign up with Google and Facebook and whatnot. So I went ahead here and I registered Google. So somebody can sign up with their Google account. Is that what the manage identity providers thing does at the top? 
Is that where you can add, like, let's say Facebook yes. or Apple, like, you know, signing with Apple these days is pretty popular. Exactly. So, here, ah, so okay. I, they have a list of uh, provides. So it can be Amazon, Facebook, GitHub, LinkedIn, etc. You pick Got and it. choose which ones mm -hmm. you want to use. Uh, and I, I just picked Google because that one was kind of easy to, to pretty, set up. Pretty popular, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so if we go back here, back to the user flow again, uh, so then you have the ability here to test out. They have this option here to run the flow, basically saying that, all right, so when a user comes, this is what they're going to end up seeing. So if I click on the, the run user flow, then it's going to show up and it's going to look like this. So this is a login page that we're mm. looking at. And the uh, the page here, this is a pre-canned template. They give you a couple of different templates that you can choose from. Mm -hmm. uh, but then you can also incorporate this into your own custom application if you wanted to have more control over the, what this page looks like. Nice. And then there's no, this is just pre-generated. You didn't have to write code for it. Yes, yeah. it's just not find the workflow, and I guess you could change that. I yeah. like logo at the top. It probably gives you an option yes, for that and all exactly. those. Yeah, yes. Nice. Wow, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I don't have an account yet, right? Oh. So um, I'm I'm going to sign up for an account. So I'll go in here and I'll say, I can either use click Google and then it goes and it's I sign into Google and then it redirects me back. And then it pre-populates uh -huh. from whatever I have in Google. It pre-populates first name, last name, et cetera. Right. Uh, but I'm going to sign up with a brand new account here. Um, so this is where it's going to ask me. Um, these are the properties that I checked off. I said I wanted first name, last name, postal code, state, province, right? You can ask for more, but that's what it asked me. Uh, mm. what I checked off that I was interested in. And a, and a very uh, interesting thing here is because a challenge when you uh, allow people to sign up, right, is how do you prevent like a bunch of bots to sign up for accounts and just like, you know, random accounts that gets created. So one of the things here is I can, when I sign up, instead of just saying, hey, give me your email address, I type in an email address and before I can continue on, with my sign up, it's going to send a verification code. Ah, okay. So it's that extra step where mm -hmm. it's going to say, well, before we let you sign up, um, we are going to uh, ask you for a, uh, to verify your email. And uh, you can obviously see, but I'm getting it on my phone. So I'm going to type in the uh, code here uh, and We'll do that. Make sure I get the right one. Nine six nine four four two. Obviously, that is, this is different every time. Mm -hmm. So it validates that and it says, "Yep, that was okay." And now it's going to ask me for a password. And you can set up things like password policies mm -hmm. and uh, you know length of password and whatnot. And if we go ahead here and we'll continue on. So now I say create. And uh, it now takes me to the application nice. like once I have signed up. Mm. Now, the thing is that uh, another thing that I also control is once you have signed up, 
then I can say, this is the information that I want to pass along to the application. Mm. So I can pass along whatever information I have about the user, that flow can then pass along to the application itself. Mm. And if I go back now, and if we look here um, in, in Azure AD, then I should now see <clears throat> that uh, there's a thing that I need to figure out there with the name, but mm -hmm. the unknown, that's me, right? Mm. Uh, so this, right, this is the account that I just used to sign up. Um, and uh, it is now managed uh, in, uh, in Azure AD. Um, and uh, here it is. You can see that there's the, some of the information that I put in, right? The zip code, et cetera. Right. Um, so the nice thing here is that uh, I can also set up other flows, which could be like a password reset flow. Uh, so I don't have to deal with building custom stuff for that. It's just available right out of the box. Uh, and also it makes it easy to, I can go on. And if I wanted to deal with like groups of users, so it mm. could be that, uh, you know, we have different, we're selling a service that service can have different capabilities and right. depend, depending on what the user choose to, to purchase, I can put them in different groups and then I can manage like what they see and what they have available based on their group membership. Right. So there's another thing that we can do and I can go and I can, you know, if I want to revoke sessions, if somebody has a login session, I can revoke that. I can kick them out if I want to. Um, and uh, you get a bunch of other stuff, uh, things such as like auditing. Uh, so we get activity, um, logs and audit logs and it's mm. just straight out of the box that's amazing that's, yeah. that's so cool like uh this continues with that theme that you started last time which is why reinvent the wheel like someone would do that but like you don't have to like this is all built in exactly right? yeah exactly and the thing is that this some some people i could see an argument like well yeah you have to sign up for a microsoft azure blah 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 you have to do all this work and i could just code this up and just scaffold the database. But the, but for me, what I'm thinking is mm. what the way we're working and looking at it is going to scale so much better than if someone's homegrown solution. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I think I've said this before, but um, I'm a big believer in before you start to build custom to find something that exists, right? Right. Um, because, yeah, you have to pay for it. This is relatively cheap. Mm. Uh, it's not very expensive. Um, and, um, um, you know, I don't have to manage code base. If there is a bug, I don't have to deal with that. Right. Uh, I don't have to, you know, make sure that, you know, this is, a, this is proven. It's trusted. Uh, it scales globally, right, if necessary. Yeah, right. uh, and uh, it's just like uh, you know, it's very, very straightforward once you have you know set up that uh, that initial account to to configure. And to be honest, I mean, if you want to build a commercial uh, anything today, software that does whatever today, I think it's going to be somewhat rare that you start rolling your own homegrown authentication solution. You're right. going to open to something hack that yeah, somebody else has built. Exactly. How open to hacking are you if you're doing your own homegrown shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially I, I know, with right? identity? 
yeah. And, and yeah. also the thing is you have to manage it, right? You have to pay either you or somebody else has to manage that code. Exactly. And, you know, when there is, let's say that, let's do this in uh, whatever, like, uh, you know, dot that and React, all right? There is a new version of React coming out, right? Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't have time to upgrade. And all of a sudden you, you're four versions behind on React and you have to upgrade and then it becomes a pain. There's breaking changes and like it's all this other stuff that you have to deal with that just a, you know, pain in the ass to, to do. Um, Right and uh, maintenance. I sure. I think that yeah I I think that, and, and I know that some people think that I want to build my own stuff. I think that once you start building large commercial type applications that you're gonna sell to someone, it's gonna get old real quick to do <laughs> everything on your own. I'm not saying don't do anything custom. But right. things like authentication, authorization, there are so many proven solutions out there. Right? Okta, uh, you know, AWS, uh, Google Cloud. I mean, there's tons of functionality and services out there that work, not very expensive, and it's just one less thing that you have to deal with. Totally, yeah. And you can actually, you know, yeah, it's just long-term maintenance. This just seems... Just it's, it kind of reminds me of like like about a decade ago, I used to build my own computers, right? Versus getting a pre-built mm -hmm. one from, let's say, the likes of uh, Dell or Alienware, or one of those guys. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, like the, the problem with, the nice thing about building my own computer from scratch with parts was that I could just fully customize everything um, and just mm -hmm. get like the best, you know, perfect system for me. The downside was that I had to find every single part and put it together manually. But the worst part was if something went wrong, I had to figure out which part stopped working because there was no one entity I could go to to say, hey, my computer's not yeah. working, you know? And yeah. that that kind of stuff is just... Yeah, I think, I think it's... Um, you learn a lot, right? It's, uh, so one thing is that I think is also important is, you know, you want to make make sure that whatever it is that you're using, that you understand how it works. Right? Exactly. Um, so the yeah. fact that you built your computers, you understand how everything works, but you know today you might not necessarily want to do it anymore. But we know how things work. I mean, I've built my own custom security solutions. I've done, you know, you know with Java and ASP.NET on it, identity and whatnot. So I know how things work under the covers with the tokens and the this and the that. I don't want to do it myself, right? But I know how it works, which means that it makes it a little bit easier when I do want to integrate this because there are lots of moving pieces, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I want to be able to integrate this with what we're building on uh, uh, what we're building over here. So this is uh, this um, page right here, like where people can go and, and, and post the content that they've produced. This is going to be the most custom thing we have. Right. Uh, so there's going to be a little bit of coding that needs to happen here for me to be able to integrate this with the security more than just saying, hey, when you're logged in, go here. I need mm. to be able to grab information from my the, the identity provider that I use in here. So there are going to be some custom code that needs to happen. And the fact that I have a relatively good grasp of how things work on the Azure side mm -hmm. 
with the identity, I can, I don't have to spend a ton of time on like figuring out how do I write the code. I can kind of start writing the code relatively quick for that. I had um, actually one of the use cases, and this is like a way down the road, but just because we're talking about pre-canned things, I wonder if you're aware of uh, a pre-canned solution for this. And it might be in Azure and it has to do with domains. Mm -hmm. which is, let's say there are all these users who are you know, creating these sites with the press of a mm -hmm. button. At some point, they might want to use their own custom domain, custom domain for sure. that, right? Yeah. And usually what I've seen is that if I wanted to use custom domain on my solution, I go into the settings for that site, like on Transistor, and then into the website and say, instead of using this, you know, um, xyz.transistor.com use my yeah. own custom domain. Yeah. And so it allowed me to use the transistor subdomain thing or use my own custom domain. <clears throat> yeah, we, I mean, what we'll do is, uh, so in Azure, uh, it provides all of that. Mm. Um, so in here, um, we can have options. And the thing about Azure too is everything that I'm doing, uh, so if you're listening, I'm clicking around in the Azure like web user interface. Yeah. the admin portal, everything that I'm doing here, I can automate. So if a user, if we say, hey, we want to go in and uh, I, I have this domain, by the way, I got the, the this and that.com, but with a five <laughs> instead of a, <laughs> instead of an S because the other one was. Uh, was it taken? Was taken? Now I'm wondering yeah. if I took that because nope. <laughs> I'll have to look it up because oh, I'm, I hoard domains. I might have. Oh Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, that's besides the point. So uh, um, in here, um, I can go in and I can, it actually provides the ability to go in and register, you know, custom domains and, and deal with DNS zones. Mm. Um, and, and it can be completely automated. Uh, you know, we'll just build it into the, to the product. So absolutely, if people want to go in and pick their own domain. So, I mean, we can have some options. Right? We could say um, you can pick your own domain. Or we have, uh, like Wix have, right? You get something.wix.com. It would be like something.socialnexus. Exactly. Uh, right. Or, you know, whatever we end up using, right? That, right. that would probably be the default. Right. Yeah. That's like the free one. Uh, or like, yeah. yeah, but bring your own domain if you wanted to. That would sure. be kind of like tiered up as like a yeah. part of a paid feature. And, and we can even, uh, you can even... I think at least, I think I did that at some point. I need to double check, but I think we can also purchase domains through Azure. Yes, I think I've seen that in here somewhere. Or I've yeah. seen that in AWS, you can do that. Yes. So I'm pretty sure that they have so it here. So we, we could have that right in the user interface. They don't have to go somewhere else and, 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 and purchase, right? They can just... Um, oh, that would be a that will make it a yeah. sticky app because yeah. oh, you want this domain? Well, let's just look it up. Here are some suggestions. You just want yeah. to buy it? We'll just add it to your tab. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then is that is that then that our application then is it's not a registrar, is it? It's it's. I think it's no. just using the Azure facilities to do that. So Azure is still the registrar. Right. Yeah, I think I need to double check. The other thing too um, that I need to double check is, so I, I, if I remember correctly, some years ago, I bought a domain through Azure, and I think that Azure 
really Microsoft then. They really just turn around and they in turn purchase it from GoDaddy. I think GoDaddy oh. is where you, and I'm not a I just this week I transferred over all of my domains from GoDaddy um ah, to, Google, okay. to Google domains because uh-huh. I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of GoDaddy. Different oh, story, but I was very right happy. Here, right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I was very, very happy to get off GoDaddy. Uh, it's just, oh my goodness, that, that just the user interface makes me, gives me a headache. But anyways, different story for a different day. Um, anyway, I moved all of that over, so I need to check and see like if that if they still use GoDaddy or however that works. But I think um, if it doesn't work through how do we want through Azure? There's plenty of other options that we can uh, look at to to implement that and have it make it being possible straight from from our app, right? So we'll have a, you know, <clears throat> somewhere in uh, definitely looking at. I just checked out a. Um, let's see, where's my background here? Uh, uh, yeah, why don't we? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop sharing my screen and. Uh, okay. I, I was just kind of like just checking Azure's situation with DNS and like uh, custom domains. And I think I saw some feedback on Azure, but this is from 2013. So I have a feeling <laughs> the fact that this is at the very top of Google search results. Yeah. I've switched to Cra- DuckDuckGo. Azure's been around so long, right? Oh, you remember when you and I were say? in, we, you and I were in Hyderabad, India, doing yeah. those two-day Azure classes. Uh, yeah, that was... Cr- so, uh, <laughs> I um, I mean, I still do, and I think you do too, still teach a lot of Azure. Now, there are like several, like five-day long classes doing different things about Azure, mm-hmm. uh, like developers, uh, admins, uh, there's, you know, AI, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, back then, we did, we covered everything you can do in azure in two days in two days that, that was, was it. it like that was it <laughs> the whole yeah there was like yeah. platform as a That's service it. and there was uh and there was uh, infrastructure that was pretty much it and there was like a handful in each that well was, not uh, even infrastructure initially it was ju- it was initially it was just uh pass right it was just web those websites and Really? I think no, they had no, like a they, version of they, they had virtual machines back then. Didn't they? Or am not I... initially. They came oh. yeah, that came later, yeah. Ah, there was oh, web right, roles right. and worker roles. Yes. And as there was uh, before Azure Active Directory, it was uh, I don't even remember what it was called. It was storage was there and service bus, I think, was there. Service bus to uh, expose your yeah, internal yeah. services. Yeah, that was that was a yeah, mind-bending was... concept back then to have service bus. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it's just you know. So for those of you kind of listening, it's kind of like yeah. yeah, it's it's like Ola and I go way back into the world where we were actually teaching Microsoft employees about Azure when it was so new that yeah. uh, you know the company was just still moving on to Azure themselves, and uh, that's our relationship. So. Totally. I'm so for all of you uh, very, um, you know, um, I'm utilizing see if I can find the, uh, the timeline or yeah. <laughs> the slides. No, no. Like the first, 
like this right here. Let's see if I zoom in here a bit. This right here was the um, uh, the first Azure portal. It looked like this, right? So it was uh, this right here was the uh, the you, can uh, you um, the web it, web wayback way machine. Oh, you you got to share your screen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, of course. I have got to share my machine. Uh, yes. Uh, so. Um, Where is my, uh, here we go. <clears throat> I just went on, uh, I just went on uh, the old web and did a search. So this was back when it was called Windows Asher, right? And I mean, this mm. was it, this was the portal. So you had, um, this was web roles. You created a service, right? Then you had production and staging. That was it. And then you had a database, uh, something. I don't even remember what that looked like. And then uh, that was it. This was actually even before. Um, That's crazy. This was this was before they had um, the service bus. I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was looking at. Uh, yeah, this was it. It was Silverlight. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, um, I think Silverlight was, wow. It's funny. Now we have what, uh, yeah. web applications, web assembly, which is doing something similar or, uh, yeah. 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 This is the oh, Wayback Machines first snapshot of Azure portal. I think it's yeah, I'm working sure really know. hard to retrieve that. Oh, no. There's there's a big one, six twenty. Let's see. But anyway, as this is loading up, I fully support yeah. and like I'm on board with the idea of using Azure because now it has what hundreds, close to maybe like I don't know. Does it have like thousands of services? If you look at all the products, not that, thousands, but it has it has several several hundreds. Right. Yeah. Um, services. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think what you're looking at there is the you're looking at portal.ashure.com. Yeah. So it used to be uh, windows.ashure.com, I think. I see. That was the okay. URL. So, because yeah, I mean, this is this didn't start until 2014. I mean, Asher was released in 20. There we go. Nine or something like that. What year is that? This is 2009. Yeah. 11 yeah. years ago. Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Back then. God, way I mean, back machine slow. It's not. Yeah. And this is where all the Anywho. activity. So that's yeah. great. So, so we've got a little bit more on the authentication and membership. There's a way on yeah. dealing with custom domains. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. And I think like, uh, um, one thing I want to bring up is something we discussed, like there might be a way to do this so you don't have to have users actually pick a password. And I wonder if uh, Azure B2C allows for that. Would that require like something custom? Um, so you meaning like authenticating with... Uh, a magic like link, a like Slack. Address? Yeah, so, so basically oh, when you sign oh, in... Oh, oh. 
You just provide your email. Yeah. It'll send you a link. You click, and then you're in with that link. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that that's a good question. I, I will look that up, see what happens. If I can figure that out. That would be interesting. So yeah, well we have yeah we have a bit of uh, we got a bit of automation deployment. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at uh, some authentication stuff, uh, and uh, yeah, we're 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 solid on piece. that front. Yeah, and now I've got um yes. I've got this um uh let's see I just want to mention a couple of updates for my side. So I've been in talks tomorrow morning actually i wanted to get her in today but didn't work out for her timing wise but she's part of this mm -hmm. five person ux ui team per firm that they run and mm -hmm. consult and um she seems to really know her stuff so i'm gonna have like a just quick context setting chat with her tomorrow and perhaps yeah. we could do yeah. like a some sort of like a special episode with her recording and just have her yeah. you know like come in and bring like, okay, this is how we would think about the UI and the UX and the user flow yes. and all of that. And there'd be something yeah. really cool. Um, I, that sounds like a great idea. That, that would be fun for sure. Yeah. Uh, and she, uh, so like next, next, next Wednesday or. Uh, She's open next that. Wednesday. Um, but you know, what I'll do is once I chat with her uh, offline, I'm going to ping you yeah. about figuring a timeout that works yeah. for all of us. We'll do that. Yeah. And, and coming up with some sort of a, like a little script on like what we want to do next time. So. Yes. Yeah. You mean prepare, not just show up. It's not just this and that anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so formalized. Yeah. God. Yeah. We got to um, wear a tie. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Yeah. No, that and, sounds good. That sounds good. And then at some point I was thinking of, uh, so, so as you saw, like I'm part of this uh, trends group where I was sharing like some of the posts from there yesterday with you. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of entrepreneurs just working uh, and hustling. And uh, uh, those guys have access to a lot of uh, uh, some, some really cool resources and founder founding mentors and everything else like the, All right. so it might be cool to bring one of them in for some sort of like a hands-on session. Oh, and I absolutely. dropped this idea. I dropped this idea in that group. Like, Hey, how many of you might be interested in helping out if we were doing it live? The work yeah. is happening live, live broadcast, and they're like, "Ooh, I really want to do that." So, yeah. So that would be uh, all right. You know, uh, perhaps, like perhaps like a second developer that helps you out in some ways. Would that be something you're sure. open to? Yeah, and we can Absolutely. figure this out offline to kind of. No, uh, I mean, if I have somebody helping and um, I don't have to do everything myself, then that's. Uh, I welcome that. I mean, I think that's what this is all about. We do it all live. Right? We do it all we do live. It all live. We do it all live. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. There aren't that many apps that are this transparent in their making. <clears throat> I don't think, I think we're the first. We are the first. Yeah. Yeah. Someone uh, suggested, by the way, Ola, that we change the name from this and that to something more formal. Why? <laughs> they're like, um, they're like, you know, when I see this and that, I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> well, neither do we before we show up. 
that good point good point um i actually that's that was my reasoning too with this person it's like you know well, we don't really know tell where them it's tell them that now i bought the domain so we can't change it because right then i have, then I have to change the domain no right. i'm just kidding um yeah i mean we might uh, at some point well maybe I the think, ux person has uh, some thoughts on like how to show I think, up i think that the name kind of reflects uh, the process, like right now it is this and that. We're trying out different things. Mm -hmm. You know, once we have, uh, you know, later on, uh, month to month from now, once we have something that is a bit more concrete, a little bit more formalized, we might rename and relabel things and we'll, we'll, we'll call it something else. But Totally. This is like uh, the code name. Yes. Yeah, like Longhorn. <laughs> There we go. This is the code name. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, uh, the not so secret code name. Yes. This and that. I like this it. and that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is awesome. Uh, well, sweet. Sweet. So I think, I think our further communication requires us just coordinating a little offline, which, uh, yes. I'll, I'll initiate that. Yes. Let's figure do that. something out. Yeah. And what do you say to down the road, having our, um, backlog of things that we might mm -hmm. come up with either on like a public github or a public trello just kind of like it's shown you know i've seen some projects do that yeah let's would be, yeah you know that's a great idea let's do um i mean trello is probably better right i mean github doesn't really have a trello is way more visual for sure yeah, yeah. and so that really uh i think I think the other thing is Notion project management. Uh, there, there are some really cool, like Canvas. Uh, Canvas. Canvas is not Canvas. Okay. Um, there's a ton of these companies that are literally using Notion for project management, and. Uh, and they make it public. So you can actually go in there and tinker around with what they're doing. Right. Just make it really like, oh, this is what's really happening. So um, it's an option. Um, yeah. I, uh, I can take this responsibility and make it work, set up. Yes, it yeah. set, set something up. I mean, yeah. I mean that, <clears throat> a cool thing about this, I mean, Trello would be kind of the safe thing to do, right? It's, Trello would be the safe thing. But this is this and that. <laughs> yeah. This is this and that. So yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. Let's We're going see. experimental. That's our yeah. that's our risk risk appetite is experimental. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, I like the idea there. What you what you what you were saying with Notion? Oh my God, Notion is hot right now, or it was hot last year, but now they, it's gotten a little more mainstream. They got. Notion funding. They got a All bunch right. of money. They just hit two billion. Oh my god! Two billion. billion? Two billion valuation. Just these guys were just like in some, you know, it's a bunch of bunch of college kids just making yeah. stuff up two years ago. So, all right. We'll, so uh, yeah, it is officially so. settled. We're yep. gonna try this very experimental Notion. Yep space i'll create a work yeah. workspace for our yeah. this and that let's do it nice okay wow this is neat i know 
Yeah. Things are happening. Well, I will. Uh... I'm going to go finish my dinner. Man, you know, that's dedication. <laughs> yeah. Ola is mid dinner <laughs> between bite number 17 and yes. 18. Yeah. Doing the show. And uh, we'll, uh, yeah, let's talk offline and then we'll reconvene uh, next uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Awesome. All right, buddy. This was a pleasure. Uh, always a pleasure. I'll uh, see you next time. See you next time. Cheerios. Bye. Bye.